Hey everyone, it's Simon here, and on behalf of Maria and I and the whole Everyone Church fam, we'd love to welcome you to our podcast. There's so much coming up in 2023. It's a new year. We're heading to weekly services in February. So if you want to know more about Everyone Church, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, check out our website, and we'd love to get in contact with you and answer any questions you might have. Let's get to the podcast. Over the first few weeks of the year, we've been focusing on the topic of calling. Uh, We took a bit of a break last week for in-person church, but we're going to finish this off today. Calling, it's a big topic and one that can often trip many of us up, uh, this sense of calling and what is my calling and where is God calling me. Uh, It's a bit of a a churchy topic. Uh, Very rarely will you find someone who's not a believer say they they have a sense of calling. Uh, But for Christians, it's very important because we have someone who is calling us and we, we are pursuing God and his ways, right? So we started off on just that by focusing on Matthew chapter 10. And we see the foundation for our calling in the first two words of Matthew chapter 10. It says, Jesus called his disciples together. Jesus called. And right there, this is where it all starts, right? It's Jesus who calls us. It's not a pastor's call or a boss's call or or, uh, or or the call of a need even. No, it's Jesus who calls us. And sometimes he does call us through a need. Sometimes he does call us or, or to a need, should I say. Sometimes he does call us through pastoral leadership. And, and for my life, that's happened quite often, you know. But the most important thing that we remember is that it's Jesus who's calling us. It's Jesus whose call we want to answer. And that word call is the Greek word proskaleo, uh, which means to call toward oneself. And that's our first call, to know him, to pursue him. You know, our, our first core value at Everyone Church is we follow Jesus. We don't follow Simon and Maria. We don't follow trends. We don't follow brands. We follow Jesus. Brands come and go. Pastors come and go. Seasons come and go. It's about your pursuit of him and his calling of you. He calls us out of darkness in towards him and forward in his purposes. Out of darkness, in towards him and forward in in his purposes. And last week we talked about our personal calling, a little bit more of a, of a personal approach and how much of our calling happens within our arm's reach. And we talked about the Hebrew word for calling, uh, particularly in the Old Testament, the, the word kara, which actually appears more than 450 times in the Old Testament. And it literally means to be placed or to be appointed. And we showed this picture, I want to show it again, of Mount Arbel, which is a 400 meter high mountain next to the Sea of Galilee. And if you stand on top of that mountain and stretch your arms out wide with the Sea of Galilee on your right, between the the arms reach, you know, between the, the reach of your two hands, Over two-thirds of Jesus' ministry took place in that kind of panoramic view. And and it's an amazing thought when you think about it that Jesus lived, taught, healed, prayed, called his disciples to follow him. Uh, In that little arm's reach is Capernaum where Jesus lived, Bethsaida where Peter and Andrew and Philip were born, where the Mountain of Beatitudes is where Jesus preached his most famous sermon where uh, it's where Magdala is where Mary was from and it's amazing to think that Jesus you know the the ultimate uh man of ministry and calling like we're, this was amazing the son of God uh, achieved or, and and fulfilled most of his calling in such a small place isn't that amazing and so the question becomes where has God placed you what is in your arm's reach okay your family your workplace 
your dinner. Hey, you know what? Much of our calling as Christians starts at the dinner table. Starts at the breakfast table with our family. Your family's so important, right? Uh, what's in your arm's reach. And it's not about how far we, we travel and how wide we reach. It's about how straight we walk in obedience. That's what it's really about. So this week, I want to talk about one more word for the word cold, and that is the word kaleo, which is actually part of our first word, we, which said proskaleo, which means to call to a person, pros to a person. Kaleo is just more of a general word for cold. It appears 146 times in the New Testament. Now, just hold up before we get into this, because this isn't, we're not in Bible college. Like, why am I talking about words, like Hebrew and Greek words for the word called? Well, the thing is, we need to understand what calling is biblically. Biblically. Uh, calling is not a dream or a goal. Like, don't confuse his calling, his beautiful, holy, sovereign calling and your ambition, right? Uh, We've become so infatuated in the world with success stories and achievements and looking at this mountain that I've climbed that we've twisted scripture to fit that. Uh, And we've made calling all about us when in reality, it's all about him. It's all about him. Oh, this is my calling. I'm called to be an influencer. Oh, I'm called to be a, a pop star or whatever. Uh, our calling is not a job. It's a journey. Our calling is not a platform. It's a purpose. Big difference. Okay. Now, why are you on earth today? What were you born for? Uh, what brings you to this online service today or podcast if you're listening or or what brings you to church to be part of everyone church you were made for God's pleasure you were made to bring him glory and when we read this word kaleo in the new testament it's referring to a group of people called by God to salvation the called ones called by God by his authority called by God for his glory. Now, to be called by God in a biblical sense is not about a career preference or fame. It's actually about being part of a group of people, a family of people who are saved. This is what we talk about. In other words, if you're a Christian today, you are called. You are called. Uh, You're selected. Called is not something you do. It's someone you are. Please catch this today. You know, chasing callings, chasing callings. No, no, it's who you are. I'm not just doing my calling. I'm, or seeking my calling. I am called. I am chosen. I am wanted. You know, in high school and in primary school, uh, I don't know if they do this anymore because it's probably bullying or something, but... um, you know, you would sit down for sport or PE. They would sit all the kids down and you and your buddies would sit down and they would select a couple of team captains, right? And if you're playing something like Oztag, the team captains would start selecting their team. Okay, and usually they'd select the guys they know that play footy because <laughs> they want them on their team. And then, you know, I, I was always like the middle of the pack guy, you know, immigrant Canadian who played ice hockey. Like what good is that for Oztag? But uh, you know, it always came down to that like last choice between usually the unathletic people and uh, and 
unfortunately, you know, so oh, I want that person. And you feel bad for people who have that sense of like, uh, oh, no one wants me. But let me tell you something. God wants you on his team. He's chosen you. He's called you. If you feel like oh, I'm unwanted, no, God has called you because he loves you. Because he loves you. You don't deserve it. You haven't earned it. He calls you because he loves you. He wants you on his team. It's like if I, if I played for the Penrith Panthers and I put the back-to-back -back premiership winning Penrith Panthers. Listen, I put on the Panthers jersey, right? I no longer just play for the Penrith Panthers, okay, if I was on the team. I am a Penrith Panther, right? And there's a big difference between people say, oh, I, I live for God or I go to church and people who say, I am am the church. I belong to God. I am his, right? He owns me. I am a Penrith Panther. I don't just play for the Panthers or follow. It says, we can say like Paul says in Romans 11, verse seven to eight, for we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. If we live, it's to honor the Lord. If we die, it's to honor the Lord. So whether you live or die, we belong to the Lord. Or it says in Galatians 2.20, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. I am a Penrith Panther. Go the mighty Panthers. Anyway, in fact, most people who call themselves Christians today aren't even on the field. They're more like fans in the stands wearing their Jesus jersey, right? <laughs> Let me tell you, being a fan of Christ is not being a Christian. Just because you have a cross on your wall or Bibles in, in, in the drawer of your house or you had a, a Christian minister for your wedding or you were christened as a child, that doesn't make you a Christian, okay? You're just associated. You're not actually following Christ. You know, like for, I'm a huge ice hockey fan, right? I love the Toronto Maple Leafs, the beautiful Toronto Maple Leafs who haven't won or been to a grand final since 1967. Shedding a tear. You know, and sometimes when I talk about the Maple Leafs, people might say, hey, how'd, how'd, the, how'd the Leafs go? How did they win today? And I refer to them like, like I'm on the team. Like, oh, we, we won. We lost. We lost the first round of the playoffs again for the hundredth year in a row. And it's funny because it's just fantasy land. Like I even when I when I play video games, I play EA Sports, NHL, I play franchise mode. I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs like general manager. I'm making trades. It's fantasy land. I'm not actually on the team. <laughs> I think I'm on the team, right? And there are many people today, they're in fantasy land. They think they're on the team. They think they're on Team Jesus, but they're not. They're just fans, right? They don't have that sense of, I am called by him. I belong to him. I am not my own. I belong to him. You are called by God. You belong, if you belong to him, if you delight in him and he's, he is not just, uh, you know, a distant, oh, that I follow Jesus. No, but you really follow Jesus and you believe in him in faith and you, and he is your God. Come on. You are on his team. You belong to him. You're in his family. He has called you. Can you say today, I belong to the Lord. I belong to him. Paul says in Ephesians 
chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, kaleo. For you have been called by God. Live a life worthy of your calling. It reminds me of, uh, thinking a lot about school today, but it reminds me of when I was in, uh, I went to, I guess you could call it a rough high school for most of my high schooling years. And uh, when we used to go out, out on, a, on a school excursion or, or off-site for sport, Schools do this all the time. They sit all the kids down or they talk to them on the bus before you're about to take off. And the teacher gets up and says, Righto, listen up, kids. Remember, you're representing the school. <laughs> you remember that lecture? Remember, you're representing. At that time, Kingswood High School, which we'd all kind of chuckle. It's like, yeah, we'll represent Kingswood High School and roll kids for their lunch money. Real Kingswood thing to do, right? But this is the thing, is what it was a reminder of is that, hey, live like you know you've got the school uniform on, you know you belong to it, like you're representing us. Live worthy of the school name. This is what Paul is saying. Live worthy of your calling. If you are called, if you belong to Christ, live like you belong to him. Live worthy of that calling. He's not saying live worthy like we can earn it. We could never earn it. It's, it's God's grace. He graciously calls us, right? But it's a matter of living that, hey, I am called to salvation by his authority and for his glory. Live according to your calling. You can't be called and live like the world. That's like someone who is a Penrith Panther wearing the jersey and driving through Mackers every day. <laughs> It just doesn't work, does it, right? Because, hey, listen, with that jersey, with that calling, there's a responsibility. Well, well I guess responsibility. Yeah, I guess a response type of, of lifestyle to that, right? And when I live with a revelation that I am called, it means I have a grounding of purpose. It means I have a, a target for my life. I'm following Christ. I'm, I'm living to please him. It means I live with a sense of identity. It means that I know he chose me by his grace to know him, right? It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, Peter, who followed Jesus, says this, but you are not like that. Just pause. Who is that? He's, he was just talking about people who are not called, who aren't part of God's chosen people. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. I guess the the heart of what we're talking about today is identity. Identity uh, of knowing not just who you are, but whose you are. You know, there's a plenty of people out there who know they're finding their true selves. They're, they're dabbling in spirituality. I'm finding my true self. I'm, I'm becoming centered. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning into... No, no, no. This isn't about just finding out who you are. It's finding out whose you are. You belong to God. Come on. You know, uh, as I've been doing this... Um, 30-day shred through the Bible in January. Shout out to everybody who's doing it with us. Uh, Maria is doing it as well. And um, we're on the home stretch. About to start the New Testament. Fantastic. And uh, it's just amazing. The journey of the Israelites. God's called and chosen people. 
taking them out of Egypt into the promised land. He's saying, you are my chosen people. And just their cycle of not living like the chosen people of God. And God would always say to them, he'd say, you are called to be holy because I am holy. It's like, hey, I am choosing you. I am calling you. Be like me. Be holy. You're called to be holy because I am holy. And you know what? Calling is an invitation to holiness. It's an invitation to Christ likeness. We don't like saying the word holiness in church because we prefer to say the word relevance and, you know, grace, you know, God just, you know, you can just live like not, a, but listen, let's not abuse grace. Okay. I'm not, not talking about law. I'm talking about living holy. Talk about living like you're on the team, living like you belong to Christ, living Christ like. I love what Paul says in 1 Timothy 1.9, for God saved us and called us. There's that word kaleo to live what? A holy life. Notice it doesn't say live a relevant life, live a cool life, live a successful life. No, live a holy life. He did this not because we deserve it, but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. We are saved by grace. We get to do this, right? And our calling is to live Holy. What is holiness? To behave like Christ, to live the way he wants. And you will never pursue holy living without a revelation of your identity in Christ, that you are called, that you are, you're on the team. Come on. Right? Amen. Are you living out your calling today? Or should I say, are you living called today? Are you living called? You're called when you go to work. You're called when you have dinner with the fam. You're called when you visit people. You're called when you do a a job for this person. You're called when you come to church. You're called when you go out. And you're coming, you're going. You are called. And let's know that and believe that today. Calling is about knowing Jesus calls us. It's about knowing we are His. It's about knowing we are placed where we are for a purpose. And it's about knowing our identity in Him. I am called. Can you say that today? And if you're watching today or listening on a podcast and you can't say that, you could, you can't say, I belong to Christ. I have given my whole life to him. I am his, 100%. I believe in Jesus. I trust Jesus. Well, you can simply make that decision today. And I'd love to, leave you in a, uh, to lead you in a prayer where you can make that decision. You know, we don't earn our way to being called. It's God's gracious gift to us. Come on, it says in the word, whoever calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. Do you want to be saved today? Do you want to be called today? Well, say this prayer as it comes up on the screen. And as I pray it out loud, I want you to say this to Jesus as we pray. It goes like this. Dear Jesus, I pray to you today and I ask you to forgive my sin. I give my heart to you. I believe in you. I believe you came and that you gave your life on the cross for my sin. I believe you rose again. And today, I receive by faith your forgiveness and friendship. I thank you that I will enter heaven one day to be with you forever. Help me on this journey of following you. Amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, you are called. Come on. You are called. We would love to help you on that journey of calling of following Jesus. And you can head to our website, hit the connect with us button, or come to church in the next couple weeks. Uh, February 5th, 
We're starting weekly in-person services. And if you are part of our church and you are cold and you're living in your, come on, let's invite some people to church. Let's fill the house. Let's pack out the juicy goose. Let's fill the room with a sense of that this is God's God's house and God's timing. Live cold this week. Come on. Have a blessed, blessed week.